Hey lovelies, before we get started, I wanted to remind you of all the different ways you can get your hands on one of my designs. Impact Fashion is a line of size-inclusive, modest clothing available in sizes 2 through 28. I personally design and pattern every single piece in the collection so that it is fitted to perfection and every single piece runs the same. That means that once you know your size, that is your size in every single piece in the collection. Pretty cool, no? You could shop the collection online at impactfashionnyc.com. Shipping is totally free in the U.S. and the return policy is, if I do say so myself, better than Amazon. You have 30 days to make a decision and don't even have to pay return shipping or any sort of annoying restocking fee. Impact Fashion can also be found at the address at American Dream Mall. The address is a curated, modest department store and definitely worth a visit if you are not an online shopping type of person. The American Dream Mall is located right next to the Meadowlands Sports Complex in New Jersey, and to get to the address, you're going to want to park in Lot C, Level 3. Make a left when you walk in, and you'll see the address on your right. I'm always happy to chat, whether that's to answer your sizing questions or just get to know each other better. Find me on Instagram and TikTok at impact.fashion.nyc or on WhatsApp status at 516-953-9391. You can also email me. It's rifky, R-I-V-K-Y, at impactfashionnyc.com. Enjoy the show. From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Rifki Itzkowitz, and on today's show, I go solo to talk about the process behind my newest design, the ribbon dress. I'll share how I've been approaching design differently over the last six months, what it looks like when you translate a corset into a modest design, and what went wrong along the way. been finding myself in a very different sort of design process recently and it's been kind of interesting to think about because it's a very different general approach to clothing and I've spent a lot of time thinking about clothing. I think that when you grow up dressing differently from the modern culture, I've been dressing modestly my whole life, then you're kind of forced to think a little bit differently about how you dress. Like I remember as a little kid, I've always loved red carpets and fashion magazines and and all that kind of stuff. And I remember seeing the types of clothing that were, you know, was in those environments and thinking, how would I wear this? You know, what would I do with this? And just thinking from that perspective just from that place of change. And so I've always had this awareness of my difference when it came to the larger culture. And then I also had this awareness of my own difference when it came to modest dressers because I didn't fit into a lot of the clothes that other kids in my class were wearing. They they just all ran super small. I wasn't even that big. I mean, by the time I was in sixth grade, I was wearing a lady's size 10. So yeah, I guess I was chubby, but I wasn't Like, it wasn't like I was, you know, that much larger. Um, But I, but none of the kind of trendy, modest clothes that my friends were wearing fit me. So I was kind of on the outside looking in from that as well. And I spent a lot of time thinking about 
clothes and thinking about the way that I dress. And the truth is that one of the things that was never particularly difficult for me was the modesty of it. That just wasn't something that I personally struggled with. I know that that's an atypical experience. Um, it just wasn't a big deal for me. I don't really have an answer as to why. I don't think that there is any particular reason why. I don't think that, um, I don't really think that there's anything special about me or about the neighborhood that I grew up in or like the way that I was raised or anything that just made dressing modestly easier for me. I just, I just don't think that it was something that bothered me. Like it, it was, it, it, it just wasn't a, it just wasn't a big deal for me. Um, so I haven't, the, the, the way that my chain, that my thinking has changed recently when it comes to design is honestly kind of surprising me because I've been realizing that at least for the last, I don't know, maybe six months or so, I've been thinking more and more in terms of kind of making modest versions of pieces that I would not be comfortable wearing, which is not how I usually approach things. Um, I had this with the wrap dress, making that modest full coverage wrap dress. That was like really important there. Um, and it's come up now with the ribbon dress as well, with making a corseted inspired piece that still had all of those kind of like romantic flirty Bridgerton type vibes but was something that I would be comfortable wearing and I guess what has been surprising me is a how much I'm enjoying this approach because it's just not my usual approach um and also like there's really good clothes coming out of it. There's just, it's a, it's a different way of looking at things as opposed to just starting with. For me, it was kind of a given, right? Like high neck, long sleeves, knee covered skirt, all of that. And then seeing what I could design from there and seeing what I wanted to make from there and, and everything that goes along with it. Um, but now starting with, okay, everybody wants to wear this. How do I make that work for my people? How do I make that work for myself? It's been an interesting way to approach things and I'm enjoying it. And I think that my favorite rendition of it is the ribbon dress because I think the ribbon dress is such a great example of how an idea and a feeling and for lack of a better word, a vibe can translate without relying on certain details that personally, I would not feel comfortable wearing. And for me, the place where I started from here was a corseted dress. So there are all of this, there's this style of gown. It's actually been really popular for a very long time. It's one of these basic kind of um, couture silhouettes, which is a corseted gown. And of course, it usually has very defined bust cups. And then just like a floofy, flowy, flirty kind of situation, right? Um, and it was particularly the the bust cups that I always loved that when that is done properly and oh my god there were so many examples of poorly fitted cups at the Golden Globes but when something is done when something like that is done properly it can just be so beautiful and not even in like a revealed neckline like sexy beautiful kind of way but just in a fitted you know working with the curves of the body in all the right way kind of way. And I've actually even seen versions of tops that have like that bust cup seaming or that have bust cups that are built up that, you know, have the coverage, but still have the cups that I've actually thought were really beautiful. Um, and I've played around for myself. I, I mean, I haven't done this in a very long time, but I used to, uh, sew for myself, you know, sew my own clothes, design my own pieces, things for me, not that were going to be produced. 
And I have played around with that kind of seeming with that kind of structural detail with something that was covered up or even like a, we've seen recently a lot of people putting corsets over blouses and things like that. And personally, I've just come to realize that for me, that's not a style that I'm comfortable wearing, but I really like the feel of it. I like the, the, the vibe. I can't, I'm going to say vibe so many times during this podcast and you're just going to have to bear with me. So I wanted something that conveyed that romantic, flirty, maybe even a little sexy feel without having those actual defined bust cups. And I've, uh, I don't know. It's just like, listen, it's no surprise that it can take a modest dressing girl to, you know, it could take her a minute to figure out where she fits, I guess, on that like sexiness scale, right? And on how much you want to accentuate and show and all of that. Uh, personally, I didn't really explore that until I was married. And that's not a conversation for now or to have in public. But I, I was still just left wondering, like, is there a way to get that same feeling of a corset address without the corset? And I figured it out. And I figured it out with the ribbon dress. So the ribbon dress has a little bit of a higher waistline. It is not a true empire waist. It does not look like a maternity dress. I will reiterate that again and again and again. Um, and that higher waistline with the gathered top is kind of my nod to a cup. Even though it sort of feels like a private joke because it doesn't at all give that impression. And the ribbon detailing, which is over that seam and then wraps around the back into these really long tails that are just so beautiful and flirty and fun. That was like the ribbons were my way of really leaning into that romantic feeling. And the ribbons are also at the cuff as well. And also with this design, I have to kind of accept that there is a risk to creating in public in the way that I do and that things don't always go to plan I was an idiot when it came to the original photos of this dress. I didn't, I took it like right out of the bag and put it on and just went and took the photos and they were creased because dresses crease. That, that happens sometimes. And there was a lot of concern around the creasing at the seams and the dress and the fabric and everything like that. So that was just my, I, that was my bad. Like I should have just let the dress properly hang or even steam it before I photographed it. And I didn't. And I did get a lot of flack for that. And I'm okay with having gotten flack for that because it was flack worthy. <laughs> it deserved, it deserved to be called out. Um, and so that was actually really, it was frustrating because I love the dress so much and I love the design and the style of it so much. And I feel like those original photos did not do it justice. And I do not edit my photos in any way. I do not, um, touch them up. I do not airbrush. I do not, I do not anything. I do not do anything to my photos. Um, the one exception that I have made is that I will occasionally change the lighting if I think that it will, um, that the color of a garment did not, um, did not go through. So I will occasionally color correct. Um, but that, but again, like if there's any creasing or lumping or bumping or rolling or anything like that, I leave that all in. I think that it's your right as a customer to see what something actually looks like. And I, and I don't mess with that. So that was my first frustration, I guess, was that I should have just seen the dress. I should have just done it. But oh, well, <laughs> I didn't. Um, and so there was that. Um, and then the original my original plan was to release this dress in two colors in black and in this beautiful dusty rose. Uh, and then when I went to order the dusty rose after the pre-order, 
had closed. That fabric was no longer available, which sucks. And it was really, really annoying. Um, but it was fine. Everyone who, uh, I'm pretty sure everyone who pre-ordered in Dusty Rose switched to black. Definitely most did. Um, but I, I definitely was in touch with everybody. Um, and anyone who pre-ordered in Dusty Rose either switched to black or canceled. I don't remember if anybody canceled. I don't, I don't think anybody did. Whatever, it doesn't matter. But everyone was spoken to. Um, and now that it's in stock, it's only in black. And I'm okay with that. Because you know what? It's a really great black dress. And I actually just finished filming something that is like talking through how I do an all black outfit. Because I happen to really like an all black outfit. I know people like to hate on black, but I love it. So that's, you know, that's what's happening with that as well. So there were definitely some frustrations with the creation of the dress. But to be perfectly honest, it's worth it. There are so many beautiful details in the ribbon dress. And I want to take you through all of them now. So working from the neckline down, it's a regular crew neckline. And then the top is gathered and the waistline is a little bit raised. So you have this gathered bodice that cuts uh, below the bust. Again, not a true empire waist, so not right below the bust line. But it cuts in such a way that, again, gives like that nod to that corset without being too revealing, too sexy, too like, here's my boobs. That does not give that impression at all. And, uh, and it's gathered throughout in the bust line. And then you've had, a, you have a ribbon that goes over that seam, crosses around to the back and has really long tails in the back as well. So you just get this beautiful, beautiful shape. The, um, the skirt is a trumpet-ish kind of, not trumpet-ish, it's a trumpet skirt, just not with like a very extreme flare. So you have this straighter top and then flared out skirt that has such beautiful movement and is just so, uh, like that's the feeling that that skirt gives. And then the sleeve has a little bit of puff at the shoulder and at the wrist it is a, a full length sleeve all the way to the wrist and then by the cuff of the sleeve there's a very thin cuff there that also has the ribbons um and tied in a bow with some detail there as well it's all in these different tones of black so it's super rich looking and it's gonna become a staple for me I know it's gonna become a staple for me so I'm very excited to have it out online and ready for everybody to order. It's available in sizes 2 through 28. Uh, it is in stock right now in sizes 2 through 28. You can see it at impactfashionnyc.com. And I cannot wait to hear what you think about it when you get it. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to see the ribbon dress, go to impactfashionnyc.com or follow the link in the show notes. On last week's episode, I spoke with Bracha Polakoff about her book on SNEAS, Reclaiming Dignity. Listen to it wherever you're hearing this one. The Be Impactful podcast is a project of Impact Fashion, the clothing line I created because I believe that we are all deserving of the beautiful things life has to offer. See my modest designs that are available in sizes 2 through 28 by going to impactfashionnyc.com. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art. There are currently 19 people listed by Ora Agunot as a recalcitrant party. View their names, photos, locations, and details of their cases by visiting getora.org slash recalcitrant parties. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Riff Gitzwitz. Catch me on all the socials at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.